G'day, Chris White here from the Shiny Side Up podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoy this bonus material recorded on 30 September 2019, where Mick and I discuss cars for sale, new cars in the build, and upcoming events. Hope you enjoy it. So, cars for sale, Mick. Um, I noticed that um, the Rainbow Warrior, the RX3, Michael Poser's RX3, is still for sale. Um, you know a bit about this car. Um, can you tell me a bit about it? Well, I thought that when I first watched it back in the 90s while I was from the Fording, that that was the first build, and I think it was John Henderson. It was definitely Henderson. I think it's John anyway. I can't remember first name. Bruce, maybe. I can't remember. But it was definitely Henderson, and he used to win pretty easily back then before, I think, McFarland built it. But then I spoke to the stalwarts of the category, and they said it was a Lewis car. Terry Lewis, I think it is. He first built it. And... Um, it's been back from street sedans, I think they said, before it was club cars and then into IP. So it's had a lot of history. It's been around a long time. It's my favourite IP car because I watched it as a kid and it was in front and it sounded amazing and it just uh, I've always liked RX3s anyway, so you know, it was just everything together. Um, 13B Bridgeport. A lot of Phil yep. Laird goodies on it, uh, modern dog box. Uh, and I think, um, again, they're sort of chasing around the 40 grand mark, which for a car with that sort of history and, you know, that sort of quality um, is, is is really pretty cheap, I think. Yeah, so it's an RX3, so it's worth a lot of money in the general market anyway, and it's in a real one. Um, but I just think as an IP car, it's probably hard to sell because for 40K you could get, front-running cars, and even though it has won a state championship recently, the last few years, and it's still, you know, I'd, I'd love it in my shed, but it's, for most people, I don't think an RX-3 is considered a good enough car in IP anymore as a rotary, and maybe that's why it's still for sale. I don't know. Beautiful car. It's been immaculately restored by Tim Miller, who had the white boost works rx3 as well so before mick poser got it so it's you know it's in its 90s spec at or early 2000s spec it looks beautiful it's fast yeah beautiful bit of kit and um i think uh the other one i i noticed on my 105 which is probably from price perspective sort of goes to what you say um, down in Tasmania, Sam Hines has had his RX-7 for sale for a while. Um, uh, I know he's going to be taking it to the Nationals this year if anyone's going to be down there and wants to see it. It's, it's red. Uh, seems to have all the, all the fruit um, on it. Uh, do you know anything about that car, Mick? Not, not outside of what I've seen on the for sale sites, and I've never seen it run personally myself. But you're right, it has got the bits on it. And, you know, we all know if you're buying a second-hand car, sometimes the results isn't everything you're looking for. You're looking for parts and bits and what the value of the car is for what's in it. And, yeah, it's definitely got the bits in it. So if yeah. if anyone that wants to buy a, an RX-7 with the bits and try and replicate how well Zach's doing up in Queensland and in previous years the Ingram brothers here and maybe a, a Ben Schutz replica or something, but, yeah, to try and be that fast, then it does look like very good value for what you get. Yeah, yeah, mid-20s, I think um, it, it, you could do worse. You could definitely do worse. Mm. I know, I got and, one. 
<laughs> what one that's worth. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And new cars in the build. So we've heard about Ashley's Mustang. Um, we did speak a little bit about um, uh, Doug Moss's own Fox body here in New South Wales. Um, I haven't seen any recent updates on that car, but it's 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 coming along. Um, I've, I've heard it's been close for the last three or four years, which uh, you can attest to that car being close can sometimes take a long finish and it just feels like it never ends. But maybe he's changed things on the way, similar to what Ash said. Maybe he's you know, updated gearboxes or something of the like or as they've become more available or funds have changed for him or rules have changed. We, I don't know enough about why it's not on track yet, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. He's did a lot of engineering on his Datsun, I'm pretty sure. He did a lot of it and when I spoke to him when he had the Datsun 120Y here in New South Wales, he was all over how to make it fast and was up the front, so should be a nice bit of kit and driven well. Yep. And the last one I want to talk about is um, Jordan Cox's uh, early model Swift Turbo. Now, this was a quick car in unders, I think, back in the day. Do you do you, do you know anything about the car as it was back then? So I haven't seen it with my own eyes, but I have done research with people that know Jordan and have worked on the car and has been around IP for a while. And I believe it has had uh, under two litre turbo engine in it and couldn't hold gearboxes in it. That was the story. And then it was going to go to the 1.6 Vitara, but then thought couldn't get a good gearbox for the like a close ratio gearbox that would suit the engine power band. So now he's gone all out building a over two litre turbo in the tiny little Swift. That's what I. That's all I know about it. So from that point, I can say that he had it on the dyno. Um, with Simon Phillips down in Victoria a few months back, had some issues. Uh, I think it lost a lost an oil seal or something, which created some issues. Um, he has since uh, managed to fix it and get it back on the dyno and took it uh, to a track day a few weeks ago down, I think, at Wakefield. Uh, and uh, first couple of laps uh, did a drive shaft, which Ooh. you know, again, when when you start when you start pushing power through a drivetrain, it's going to find the weakest link, isn't it? And I think that's, he's now at that fun point of um, uh, turbocharged race car development where you start breaking things. So good luck, Jordan, fixing that. Yeah, good luck to him. And without that wasn't meant to be mean. I'm a, no, no, not at all. Because he's facing a, a big problem with real estate, I would assume, in that car. So... Mm. There's going to have to probably be lots of custom stuff to try and get it to be strong enough and then not talk steer and also handle well and <laughs> be light enough. So he's definitely got an engineering challenge. But what I've gathered with Geordie, he really enjoys the, the mechanical engineering side of race cars and is liking the challenge of building it. Last time I spoke to someone about him and his build. So... I'm sure he'll figure it out, and then he'll figure out how to set it up, and then he'll drive it well. We all know that. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, and in between, obviously, TCM runs, which is uh, uh, not TCM, uh, TCR. Uh, 
Geordie, um, you're killing it, and uh, I, I'm really actually looking forward to seeing this car on track. Uh, I hope you sort it out, and um, hope you can uh, come and play with us back in uh, back in IP soon, mate. And in the meantime, uh, good luck with the um, TCR cars. Um, yeah. It's great, great to see you um, at the front end of that field and showing all the uh, established drivers how to drive front wheel drive and uh, that's that's been great to watch too so good stuff i'm really interested in to see how this little car goes because uh, one of my favorite under two liter cars in new south wales is ryan jagger's little barina which is essentially the same car it looks crazy with just the the 1.9 stroked 20 valve in it so <laughs> an outright turbo car with jordan behind it's going to be very fun thing to watch, I think. Absolutely. Good stuff. All right, so um, uh, I guess wrapping up now, uh, upcoming dates. So uh, we're still waiting on the Nationals. Uh, we're getting closer all the time. So uh, Nationals, 15 to 17 November. So that's what... Uh, get some entry, confirmed entry lists out into the public soon. I haven't seen anything coming out yet. No, uh, neither have I. And I actually checked on their website and... They're not publishing anything. Uh, maybe the entrants have access to it, but um, I did see uh, that they, well, I'm pretty sure Expressions of Interest are now closed, and, and I think for now, if you haven't booked, you're probably going to struggle to get down there. Although, um, Michael King, if you're listening and you haven't already entered, enter <laughs> your car and take it we down. We want to see it down there. <laughs> you too, Trev Spateri, if you're listening. I think um, both of you would be very competitive down there. We've got um, New South Wales uh, four weeks from now, 26, 27 October at Eastern Creek. Uh, same weekend, uh, hopefully Ash will get out with his um, with the Commodore, uh, 26th yep. of October at Barbagallo, and um, and then the, that awkward South Australian round at the end of the year, just the week before the Nationals, and and then of course um, uh, again Island Magic the week after the Nationals at Phillip Island. That's it, mate. Um, look, Mick, thanks again, mate, for your time tonight. Uh, really appreciate it as always. 